You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the ebbs and flows in life and a little bit about me. Uh, I am a person who really likes to be doing things. I'm not one of those people who will sit on the couch and, and binge watch Netflix. And uh, it's rare that I'm sitting down. I'm really, I really like to be moving and I love having action. I love having adventure uh, and I love traveling. And my life prior to building my house here in Guatemala and then spending, you know, half of my time down here was perfect to that. As a consultant, again, prior to, to now, I was always on the move. Every Monday, I'd head to the airport and I'd fly somewhere. My work days were long. They were busy. They were filled with one meeting after another. And then I'd be staying up late doing whatever work I needed to do in my hotel room uh, and wherever I was that week. And then I'd fly home at the end of the week. I'd spend the weekend doing things that I love, visiting friends, dancing, spending time outside, whatever it is. But every week was filled with an awful lot of activity. Even after I quit working as a consultant, which we're coming up on two years now, uh, even after that, I had a very active life. I traveled. I launched my first book and I traveled to book events uh, across the United States for that. And then I spent a year traveling and living in different countries, and that was last year. And I was doing all of that while I was juggling designing and building a house here in Guatemala, moving my belongings, rebuilding my website, developing an online course, launching this radio show, and writing my second book. So you can see my life is very, very active. And in fact, until recently, I've been really busy. And then about a month or so ago, everything just slowed down. So I was here alone in my jungle house without a whole lot to do, just some regular maintenance stuff. And I started to feel really restless, a little bored. And, you know, full disclosure, I also felt uh, a little trapped, like, oh my gosh, here I am. I'm stuck in a house in the jungle. And, you know, questions around what have I done to my life started to to rise up. And that caused me to look at all the negative things that were, quote, going on. 
and all the things that weren't coming to fruition as quickly as I wanted them to. And I really began to feel disenchanted with this new life that I've built. Now, granted, so much had changed in my life that it was inevitable that at some point I would need to face my new reality. But being busy, flying all over the place, uh, you know, that kind of lifestyle made it real easy for me to ignore any feelings I might have been having. And at some level, I needed to mourn the loss of my old life and the way of being. And while it hadn't been perfect, it had been how I'd lived for the last uh, almost 20 years. And it was comfortable and familiar, which my new life here was not, or at least not yet. When I think about it, I know that this time, this pause time uh, that I'm having right now is needed to, so that I can catch up to myself because I've been running a mile a minute. I've been so busy running around and dealing with all the changes that I hadn't really had any time to just let the reality of my life and who I am and who I'm becoming sink in. And finally, as I sit here and I think about it, I really realize that I also needed this time to continue to work on myself because we're continually growing and evolving. So what needs to be healed? What needs to be released? Uh, what needs to be gone from my life so that I can embrace this life that I've created and grow and change and do so in this new, new reality that I have? Everything in life ebbs and flows. And my life right now is at a point where it's ebbing, whereas for the last several years, it's been flowing. So this idea of ebbing and flowing, uh, it's cyclical, right? Everything, if we take a look around us, everything is cyclical. Our world is cyclical. The moon waxes and wanes. The tide goes in and out. And our lives have high points or flow points full of action and adventure and activity and low points or ebb points. And I'm not necessarily saying that ebbing is a negative thing, but where we have, you know, times of quietness or stillness or maybe grief, sorrow, and doubt. Each one of those is needed so that we can learn, grow, and transform. And, and I often say to people, when uh, they are saying that, you know, they're not enjoying the time that they're in at a particular time, that we wouldn't value a sunny day as much if we didn't also know what the rainy day looked like. But, you know, sometimes when we're in the midst of our own personal ebbs and flows, we can get caught up with our emotions and our perspectives and our vision of, you know, kind of what is. And we get so caught up that we miss out on the gifts of where we are right now and what we're experiencing. So, for example, on what I call our flow days or in a time of flow, you know, those are kind of the bright, sunshiny days where things come together and, you know, we're just humming along. We may take them for granted uh, or we may spend more time thinking about the future or the past uh, and we end up practically missing what's going on right now. During our ebb times, uh, the slower times, the pause times, the kind of overcast day times, we, we can get so wallowed in our negative emotions, such as depression or despair or guilt or worry, that we completely forget that nothing lasts forever and that the ebb time will pass and a flow time will come. So today we're going to talk about ebbs and flows and how to ride and manage and even maximize when we're in an ebb time, when we're in a flow time, so that it's less of a roller coaster for us emotionally and maybe more of a merry-go-round, kind of uh, 
echoing that cyclical aspect associated with ebbs and flows. So let's start first by defining what ebbs and flows are. And we'll start with the ebbs. Um, the ebbs are a time of going inward. Uh, things are waning in our life at that time. Things of uh, maybe are slowing down or maybe even feeling like they're stopping. It could be a time of quietness and a time of where maybe you feel like you need space and don't want to be around people as much. You may actually feel detached or disconnected or depressed and down. Um, not necessarily negative, but you may, you may feel some of these things. In some cases, uh, on the far extreme, it could feel like everything in your world is falling apart and you are in a dark night of the soul. That's kind of what the ebb times is. Things are waning. Things are drawing back in. Things are slowing down. Uh, perhaps you're going inward and you're really starting to explore aspects of yourself that, um, that maybe cause you to, to have some feelings of sadness or despair. If I were to describe ebb as a season, however... I would describe it as the fall or the autumn uh, going into the winter. And so we think about our world in that time of year, it's when things start to recede, die back and go within. We're going to take a quick break here. When I come back, I'm going to continue on this idea of ebb as the fall time and how it relates to different indigenous cultures. So stay tuned. If you have any questions or comments, give me a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapula strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her book and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. And we're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we are coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. 
You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about managing and even maximizing the ebbs and flows of life. And just before the break, I started defining what I mean by ebbs and flows of life and starting with ebbs, which is a time of going inward, of introspective, of things waning. And I was saying that if I were to describe ebb time as a season, it would really be that time where the fall goes into the winter. It's um, If we think about that time of the year, it's the time when things start to recede. So we see leaves falling from the trees, plants are dying back, um, things are going within. Mother nature is going within. Animals are filling up, you know, their nests or their dens or wherever it is that they live with food and storing it for the winter. So everything is going in. In fact, the Mayans, like many indigenous cultures around the world, mark the fall and specifically the fall equinox as an important time on one's spiritual journey. Uh, This was a time again where things were going in and receding and dying back. For the Mayans, the sun, the moon, the planets and the stars played a major role in their spirituality and religious life, and they tracked the movement of these. So their religion included numerous nature-based gods, including a sun god, who was uh, also linked to Mayan nobility. The sun was viewed as the source of light and of life, and it was central to the Mayan religion. Priests and shamans would watch the sun cycle and use the movement of the sun and the moon and the planets to determine when to hold ceremonies, when to do celebrations and other rituals. So you can see we're being in touch with how things are waxing and waning, uh, how much time the sun was in the sky would be very important and very spiritual to them. What they believed was that the annual cycle of the sun represented a spiritual path of enlightenment that they, any one of them and any one of us as well, could take. And they'd actually build their temples and their pyramids so that the sun would highlight them in a, in a certain manner during the equinoxes and the solstices. The most famous of these is at Chichen Itza, when uh, the sun appears to make Kuklukan, which is the feathered serpent. The sun on the equinox hits it just the right way, so it looks like the serpent is moving down the steps of the pyramid down to the ground. But basically, what they believed was that each solar year was an opportunity to increase one's consciousness, to grow and evolve spiritually. And they felt that the sun symbolized the different phases that someone seeking spirit evolution would go through. The cycle, according to them, began with the fall equinox, this time of going within. On the fall equinox, that day, day and night are equal equinox, right? They are equal. Um, And the sun actually seems to kind of hang in one place in the sky before starting to start its journey back to the other far end of the horizon when it gets to the other equinox. So hangs in the sky. And then right after that, the nights become longer than the days. So it's a time of growing darkness. It is a time for someone on a spiritual journey to go within, face his or her inner darkness, his or her fears, and really work to overcome them and release them and integrate them into his or her being. So this, I'll call it dark night of the soul time that starts with the ebb time, is critical uh, to the spark, to the start of our spirit evolution. Before we can evolve, we first need to let go or let die, those parts of us that will not serve us as we move toward higher consciousness, 
Uh, so those are things like separation, polarity, judgments, hatred, intolerance, anger, all of these things that really don't serve us well from a spirit perspective. And typically these things are ego-based and, and working through those ego-based aspects of ourselves, it can be difficult. Uh, it's never easy. Um, because our ego doesn't want to give up control and doesn't want to, quote, die, uh, which is part of what happens during this time. But it is only by doing this, by working through those, that we can be, quote, reborn at the next phase, which is when the winter solstice occurs. At the time of the winter solstice, this is the time where we begin to come out of this inward, I'll call it ebbing time, and shift into a time of birth, creation, and awakening. Awakening. Um, we're not quite into our flow time yet, but we're moving in that direction. And it's almost like the winter solstice is a little bit of a transition time. Now I've just compared the ebb time to a season. And, you know, of course the reality is our life can ebb and flow at any time of the year. And sometimes it could even happen at different times in a, in a week or in a day, right? Where we go through periods of ebbing and flowing. Um, but the symbolism here, as we think about this autumn symbolism and how the Mayans looked at the fall equinox uh, as part of your journey for your spirit evolution is really powerful. And it reminds us that even if we are not comfortable with the ebb times, if we're not comfortable with the slowing down or the going inward, it's an extremely important time in our life. Unfortunately, we tend to think of the ebb times as being negative or bad times, right? And sure, they tend to have some not so pleasant aspects to them. I don't think really anybody says, ooh, I want to go and look inward and face these things that I've been burying within myself for 30 years. And let's, let's go have that fun time. Nobody ever says that, right? But what if we were to shift our perspective, and say, gee, what's the bigger gift here for me? And what's the bigger gift that the, the Mayans have defined? What if the ebb times are times for us to squarely face head on with an incredible amount of courage, our fears, our ego, and our own inner darkness so that we can work through them and get to more of a light-filled being? When I think of an ebb time in this way, I have this incredible image of me, and I'm kind of dressed up as an Amazon warrior, and I'm ready to do battle and bring more light into the world, specifically my world, because when I bring more light into my world, then by default, there's more light in the rest of the world. And that is exactly what the ebb time is for, to release whatever needs to be released, whether it's aspects of yourself, aspects of relationships that you have, jobs, career, et cetera, whatever it is in your life that needs to be released is probably starting from within and needs to be looked at. And when you release it, more light can come in. The things that we need to release basically are blocking our own natural sun within us from shining within us and from us to the rest of the world. When you have this kind of perspective, I think it's a little bit easier to at least see how releasing your fears or something about your ego is a necessary step on your personal spiritual journey. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, I'll talk a little bit about what if, what if an ebb time is a time that's caused by an external factor. If you have any questions or comments, give me a call, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. 
animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Leip is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Leip's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, jobsannex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. JobsAnnex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. JobsAnnex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At JobsAnnex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at jobsannex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. Jobsannex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I am your host, Jennifer Monaghan. And today we're talking about managing the ebbs and flows of life. And just before the break, we were talking about the ebbs as a time from going within. And uh, one thing that sometimes people ask me is, okay, I can see like something coming up internally, but what about external times? How do those relate to the ebbs? Uh, So say you've lost your job or maybe, you know, you've lost somebody that you loved through death or through a, a fight or an accident or whatever. I would argue that the same would apply. So let's take uh, the loss of a loved one, which can be a very difficult time and will definitely usually cause somebody to go within as they go through the grieving process, right? The process itself is, uh, is necessary. And the grief blocks your natural sun or your natural life. Um, We've all been there when we've lost somebody we love. It's hard to find joy in everyday living. We have to go through the process of mourning and and releasing and remembering and and then finally discovering that um, we can continue to go on our lives without this person being physically present. And yes, there are there are moments of joy, right? So as we go through the grief process, which is healthy to do and, uh, you know, is done in the way that feels the best for you, um, you can eventually come out. So the grief process is a time of darkness um, and it may bring up some fears or, or some things that you personally do need to work on, um, and then as you work through your grief, more and more moments of light begin to come into the darkness until finally one day, whenever that day may be, 
whatever's right for you, you release your grief and you can begin moving forward on your spiritual journey again. So whether our ebb time is caused by internal or external factors um, doesn't matter. Uh, But the important thing is once we're in it, to be open and actively embrace the time that we're in and begin that, that spirit work. All right, so let's talk now about the flow time and, and what those are all about. So the flow times are times in our lives when things are in an increasing or growing mode. Ebb was decreasing, going within, flow, increasing or growing. Uh, maybe you your energy or your projects or work have more energy around them. You're seeing results or even completion of them. You are maybe feeling passionate about something or someone, right? Uh, You have greater feeling of connection with others in the world. There's a lightness around you, and I mean that at multiple levels, right? A physical lightness, an energetic lightness, a spiritual lightness around you and what you're doing. And usually when we're in a flow time, things feel aligned. Uh, They may start to come together effortlessly effortlessly for us. Um, And we may even feel like we're on top of the world, like we are indefeatable because are undefeatable because we're just filled with so much of this energy and this feeling of, I'm going to say power, internal power that we're drawing from. From a season perspective, uh, if the ebb time is the autumn, the flow time would align with spring going into summer. So spring is when things start to wake up and grow. When I lived in New England, uh, in Connecticut, and New Hampshire, and Massachusetts, I loved the springtime. I mean, we just coming out of winter and you'd be walking along and you'd see the early flowers like crocuses and they'd start poking up through the snow. You'd see a little bit of green. And then sometimes if you look carefully enough, you could almost see them growing because they were coming forth with such energy and uh, I'll say such joy, right? Coming through the snow. Um, they always gave me hope that the, the winter, which in New England can be a long time, uh, or symbolically that the long dark night of the soul was coming to an end and that things were shifting. They were like the, the first, um, the first messengers that, Oh, things are going to shift and we're going to have more energy and more light. Um, the Mayans as part of their annual spirit evolution of the sun's journey, marked the spring equinox as the beginning of a time of growth and resurrection. So if you remember when we were, um, at the winter solstice, things are starting to wake up. I think roots starting to move under the ground. We can't really see anything, but the spring is when things start to pop up above ground. Um, and you're seeing growth and the plants are growing. Leaves are coming on the trees. We're seeing uh, animals coming out of their winter homes and they've got babies, right? They've given birth. For, um, for the Mayans, the equinox was a visual reminder, again, a balance of light and dark within us and how by releasing our ego through the work that we've done through the fall and winter time or the ebb time, our true light can start to shine forth um, and, and shine more and more because after the spring equinox, the days become longer than the night. So as a time of new beginnings, growth and resurrection, uh, the flow time is a great time to begin something new or to set intentions that you'll work on during this this flow season. Again, whatever amount of time it ends up being for you that you have. Much as we sometimes view the ebb time as a negative time, we often view the flow time as a positive time. And it can be an extremely 
positive and productive time. You may be on just this huge groundswell of energy and forward momentum that, you know, you lose all track of time. You're just running and you, but you're not exhausted, right? You're just feeling so energetic. Uh, during this time, you may discover skills and strength and internal wisdom that you didn't even know you had. Um, you may even, you know, I'm going to say, temporarily disconnect from your sense of ego and small self because you're so empowered by this energy that's going through you and helping you move forward and accomplish things in your life. But like everything in life, the flow time has both its light and its shadow aspects. And one of the, the shadow aspects is that we can get so addicted to being in the flow and in this flow time, right? This growing time and the energy and the movement associated with it, which kind of sounds a little bit like me and what I've been going through recently with now being in an ebb time. We may crash into depression when the flow time begins to ebb. Um, or, you know, what? we may be so into this flow time and what we're doing that we lose perspective or even ignore other important things in our lives. So I'm going to share, share an example of a flow time, quote, gone bad. Um, let's just say that you have this spark of creativity around how your company website sh should be organized and what it needs to say. You're definitely in the flow because it's as if the words for each page are just coming from divine source. You don't even have to think. You just start typing and voila, you've got, uh, you know, page copy completed for the page you're working on. You're on a roll. You keep working to build the website. You have no sense of time and you, you only look up from your computer when you realize that the house is completely dark because you're working at home. I, this could be a personal story about me, but I'm not going to admit to it. And <laughs> you get up, you turn on a light, you, you nuke a frozen burrito, and you get back to work. I'll finish this story. We're going to take another break. When we come back, I'll finish the story and then uh, talk a little bit more about ebb and flow time. Call in with any questions, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Lipe is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of Essential Liquid Nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take Essential products today and start to measure the difference. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. 
frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about ebbs and flows. And just before the break, I was sharing an example of flow gone bad uh, when we're in a flow time. And I was sharing, you know, working on a website, uh, you lose all sense of time, and you look up, the house is dark, you go, you nuke a frozen burrito, and then you get back to work because you don't want to lose the momentum. Um, And you end up working through all night long. You don't even realize it, right? You're just so much in the flow, which is fine, except maybe you have a big meeting in 90 minutes and suddenly you're exhausted uh, and you push through the meeting and then by the end of the day, you're feeling sick. You can see how being in the flow time, we still have to be aware. We can't fully ride that wave, right? So if the ebb times are meant to help us work through and release as best we can our fears and our ego and our inner darkness... The flow times are meant to help us grow even more after the releases we have made. And it's a time to bring our newly defined self and our newly defined aspects of our lives that we wish to create forward and let the sun, our light within us, nurture them and let let them grow and take root. So even when we're in a flow time, there's a consciousness that needs to come with it. And we have to always remember that there is the cycle, right? We, we go within, we work on ourselves and what we want for life. We get clarity on that. And then we bring it out into the world and take the steps for it to happen. We make progress and changes in our life and our goals. And then we need to stop, go within, integrate the changes and make them strong and solid, almost like a solid roots or foundation so that we can then define the next thing in our life. Now it's pretty easy to know when we're in the middle of being in an ebb time or a flow time, right? When we're in an ebb time, things slow down. We tend to go within. When we're in a flow time, things move, there's action, there's growth, and we're more externally focused. But what about the transition times between ebb and flow? You know, are there any signs or things that can be looked for or recognized that would indicate that you're transitioning from one to the other? In nature, it's real easy to see the transitions. We conceive the wave building up and then crash onto the shore and then slowly and peacefully recede back into the ocean. We can see the moon getting larger and larger until it reaches its full moon status, and then we see it start to recede. We can see the trees and the flowers come alive and then, you know, start to die back uh, in the autumn and winter. Our ebb and flow times you know, are not usually cyclical as nature in terms of, you know, every 28 days, the moon goes through its cycle. We can map and plot high tides and low tides and wave frequencies, but the same is not true to us as human beings. So we don't have these set ebb times and set flow times or a schedule in our life, even though we are part of nature. Even so, even though we don't have something as, as rhythmic as what we see in nature, there are signs that we are transitioning. Uh, They may not be as visually blatant, but they are there. As you consider each of these signs, keep in mind that you need to look at the complete picture or the trend, um, and that will give you a better idea of what's going on. 
uh, a quick snapshot in time might not be as beneficial. So kind of being aware over a period of a few days or weeks, right? So one of the first things you can look at is your energy level and what it's doing. Has your energy been low and now you're starting to feel a little restless or maybe just a little bit more energetic? You may be transitioning from an ebb time to a flow time. Or the flip is true, right? Have you been feeling really energetic, but now you're starting to feel tired or you're slowing down? That could be a sign that you're headed from a flow to an ebb time. Likewise, you can look at what's going on with your creativity. Are you waking up in the middle of the night or, you know, you're, you can't take a shower without ideas popping into your head about what you should be doing with your life or on that project or with that relationship uh, when just a brief time ago you were unsure of what to do and couldn't come up with an idea to save your life if you needed it? You may be transitioning from ebb to flow. Or are you finding that your creative ideas are starting to slow down? That could be moving into an ebb time. Take a look at what's going on in terms of your social life. This is another indicator of a transition time. So if you've been surrounding yourself with friends and family and going on outings, and now all of a sudden you have an urge to just stay home and curl up on the couch and be quiet, you could be going to an ebb time. Or has the opposite started happening, where you've been in a hermit mode for a while now, and suddenly you're feeling like you want to go out and be out and about with friends and take advantage of everything that's out there. Tapping into your emotions is another way to see if you're in a transition from ebb to flow or flow to ebb. So if you've been generally feeling positive and excited about what's going on in your life, and then one morning you wake up and you're feeling just a little off, doesn't even have to be sad or depressed, but it might be sad or depressed, but maybe it's just off and you're just not feeling that same way that you had been, could be an indicator that there's a shift or a transition coming on. Or if you've been feeling neutral or sad for no reason that you could really point a finger to and all of a sudden you wake up one morning and there's this spark of interest and positivity in life, another sign that perhaps you're heading towards a flow time. One of my favorite books when I was a kid was The Secret Garden uh, by Francis Hodgson Burnett. And in the book, there's a 10-year-old boy named Colin who's been confined to his bed for basically his entire life out of concern that he had some type of spinal problem and he'd never be able to stand or walk. So this poor kid is in his bed. He's spent most of his childhood feeling cranky and tired and not really caring about anybody else in the world. Um, and then he meets his cousin, Mary, who happens to be the same age as him. And she tells him about what life is like outside of being stuck in bed all day, you know, about gardens and sunshines and flowers and animals and things like that. And he wakes up one morning feeling something he's never felt before, and that was hopefulness and interest in others. And basically, this is one, it's a great example of someone who's shifting into a flow period in his life. I'm not going to ruin the story if you haven't read it. It's a classic. And even if you're an adult, I think you would enjoy it. Um, but I will say that once he was in his flow state, once he made that shift, he had many ideas. He was able to create and manifest uh, huge changes in his life. Um, so anyway, noticing your emotions and how you're feeling and your energetic energy and that spark and whether or not it's, it's growing or, or waning. One other thing that could indicate a transition time is, is something that's kind of obvious, which is the status of what it is that you're creating. So have you gotten to a point where your creation, whether it's a project or a relationship, or I don't know, say building a house in another country where it's reached a stage of completion or 
if not fully complete, um, you know, you're at a point where it's a natural break time in what it is that you're creating to kind of step back and take a look at what you've been doing. If so, it might be that you're heading into an ebb time to get further insights and vision about what that next stage is going to be for you. And obviously I'm at that point with this house here in Guatemala. It's complete, right? The structure is complete. The furniture's in it, the curtains are hung, etc. But there are smaller things to do and the yard needs landscaping. But my drive to do all this work is kind of taking a back seat as I really just be with the space and figure out, okay, what is it that I want to do next? One other thing I'd like to point out is we can be in both ebb and flow at the exact same time for different things in our lives. So for example, you can be in a new relationship that you're dedicating time to and really connecting with, and that can be in a growth or a flow stage. While at your work, you may be feeling as if your career is stagnant and going nowhere. And that could be very much in an ebb stage as you're doing some deep introspection about what you want to do next. Stay tuned. We're going to come back and keep talking about ebbs and flows. Give me a call at 866-451-1451 if you have any questions or comments. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor covering, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knutson's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knutson is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about managing the ebbs and flows of life. And uh, let's just say you're in a flow time or an ebb time. You're in one of them right now. Um, how do you make the most of where you are? How do you maximize whatever it is that you are experiencing from a, I'll call it a spiritual development, but it manifests also in our physical, mental, and emotional beings? First off, the first way to maximize and make the most of the, the time that you're in is to know yourself. You've been through ebb and flow times before. 
You've made it out of the other side, right? Everything's cyclical. You've been through this process before. Know that you're strong and capable and that you have everything you need inside of you to manage through the transition and the time you're in. Even if what you're doing right now and going through right now is extremely difficult or it's a time where everything is happening so fast because you're in the flow, uh, even if they're good things, you know, and your head is spinning, regardless Remind yourself how you've gotten through in the past and let that help serve as a reassurance if you need it, right? That you can get through this again. Another really powerful thing to do, especially if you are feeling overwhelmed with whichever time you're in, is to remind yourself that this state that you are in is temporary. Uh, My mom often says this too will pass and she's right. Whether we're in the depths of an ebb time and are not sure we'll see the sun again or if we're on top of the world and we feel like a champion, the time will pass and things will change. It can be really reassuring to know that even in our darkest times, the sun will come to us. We will get through whatever it is that we're, we're dealing with. And when we're in a flow time, it can really cause us to savor our top of the mountain time and be present because we know that it will not always be like this. In fact, the more you can be in the present moment, the more you can be in the now, the better, regardless of whether you're in an ebb time or a flow time. Um, During an ebb time, especially if we're dealing with depression or dark night of the soul time, by being present, we give ourselves the opportunity to see the positive and the gifts right in front of us rather than letting our minds create more drama for us. Our minds are excellent at creating drama and worrying about things. But if we can ground ourselves in what's really going on right now, even when we're going through a difficult ebb time, it loosens or releases some of that pain and stress that we're having. In the flow time, it allows us to live in the moment and enjoy that moment and really experience that moment instead of thinking ahead about, oh, gee, what's my next step? It's like, ooh, I'm going to enjoy where I am right now. Regardless of whether you're in ebb or a flow time, always make time for self-care and nurturing. This is another way that you can care for yourself, right? It's easy to lose track of time, to forget to eat or sleep when we're in a flow time. Uh, so make sure you give yourself the breaks. Don't stay up all night creating your website and then, you know, not having a good performance for a meeting the next day. Likewise, uh, we can fall into bad habits, some bad habits when we go inward during an ebb time. We might no longer exercise or we might go for comfort food all the time. So remember to continue to exercise, eat healthy food. Yeah. If you got to work in some comfort food once in a while, that's okay too, but take care of yourself. And above all, remember to look for things to be grateful for, right? Gratitude has been shown over and over again to have this incredibly positive impact on our lives. So when we keep our mind and our heart open, when we see the things to be grateful for. Doors can open for us whether we're ebbing or flowing and can help us through. Connecting with your heart and trusting in the process is another aspect that can really help you manage when you are in an ebb or a flow time. It's part of our lives, this ebb and flow. It's part of nature. It's necessary for all things to grow and expand. You know, so 
connecting with that, trusting the process, knowing that it's needed, just as it's needed for an acorn to grow into an oak tree. Acorn has to go inside, has to break out of its shell and then start growing, right? Trying to um, ignore or bury what time you're in is not going to do you any good. And it can, in fact, block the wonderful things that could be happening during that time. So acknowledge where you are, recognize what it is and work with it. So when you're in a flow time, for example, it's a time of creation. So go for it. Seek out people, seek out information, music, whatever it is to help you continue to work with and move with this energy and, you know, integrate what came out of being in your ebb time. Give yourself the time and the space you need to do your creation work. Call in others as needed to help. Um, You're really on fire at this time, and you can usually motivate others to join you or help you uh, by sharing your vision. Uh, But again, make sure you take time to rest and recharge. When you're in an ebb time, recognize it again. Recognize that this time is finite as well. It's not going to last forever. Look at it, if possible, as a gift to allow you to continue to grow, evolve, and to develop as an individual. This shift in perspective actually may be all you need so that you can feel gratitude for where you are at that point in your life. Some other things you can do in an ebb time is set aside time to just be. Maybe you meditate or journal or do shamanic journeys. Uh, Maybe you... um, walk in nature, whatever it is to just be right and and relax so that you can get in touch with what you need to get in touch with. Be gentle with yourself, pamper, nurture yourself. Um, You could be going through some potentially deep spiritual work and this time can be draining, right? So drink lots of water. Don't try to force yourself to be positive or more flowy, but keep as positive an outlook as possible. Uh, These are some of the ways that you can begin to maximize uh, the ebbs and the flows, right? But above all, recognize where you are. Take the time to acknowledge which state you're in and then think about how can I use this time to progress upon my spiritual journey? How can this ebb time allow me to look within, help bring up whatever it is that I need to address, whether it's in my spiritual life or my physical life, emotional or mental life, right? How can I come up with kind of what I need to work on and then make that change, begin to release and everything so that when I get to a flow time, I can move forward as if I'm, you know, I've transformed myself some way and then take that and run with it and and go as far as I can during this next flow time. So that's, that's ebbs and flows. Um, at the, when we come back, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up and talk a little bit more about how to maximize ebb and flow time. Uh, so stay tuned. We will be right back. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. 
health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability so they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we've been talking about the ebbs and flows of life. And I think if there's one thing that uh, we should all take away from this topic, it's that life's ebbs and flows are completely natural. It's a part of every every item or being or thing on this planet. It's a part of nature. We see it around us at all times. And not only is it completely natural, but it is also actually needed uh, for our personal development and spirit evolution. Uh, From a a plant perspective, it's needed as well for them to grow and continue to get bigger, produce fruits, whatever. From our perspective, personal development and spirit evolution without the ebb time we can't figure out what we need to work on without the flow time we can't integrate that into our life we've been told often we're told that we have to always be active and we have to always be positive and upbeat and things like that and it's just not realistic our energy our ebbs our flows they're cyclic right and the more that we can recognize them and honor them, the easier it is for us to go through life, right? We're no longer on a roller coaster. We can see that an ebb time is coming. We can see that we're shifting into a flow time. We can harness the energy of each and do what we need to do with each. Um, So when we accept their ebbs and flows, we accept that there's lows and highs um, and that this is a natural way of being, we can better navigate through our life. Keep in mind that neither is good or bad or better than the other. So ebbs are not bad times. We may not feel as upbeat and energetic because we're doing some serious work, um, but it is a necessary time. It's a good time for us, just as good for us as a flow time is when we're out and about and we're making things happen. Each one has a purpose. And the more you can recognize that purpose and where you are in the cycle, the more you can align your life with the overall rhythm of your life and take advantage of the gifts that each has. Now, from my personal story, I started off uh, today's show saying that uh, I've been busy, 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 busy. And then all of a sudden, about a month or so ago, um, I 
was shifting into an ebb time. I took me a little while to pick up on the signals, right? But I was feeling kind of trapped and uh, not happy and questioning my life choices and all of that. I will tell you that over the past month, things have been coming up, right? There was something within my spirit development that needed to be addressed and this was the time to do it, right? So it took me a while to figure out what it was. I started getting some hints and some signs like, oh, okay, maybe this is it. Um, you know, some of the feelings I was feeling like being isolated and alone down here were indicators of what the root cause was or, or the root thing that I needed to work on. And I really just figured out what that root thing was a few days ago and uh, spent a lot of time doing some inward work once I got a little clarity around, gee, this is what I need to release from me. Uh, I did some shamanic sessions. I talked with friends. I've meditated. I've journaled. I've done a whole bunch of things. I've given myself the space to do those things and I've worked to release it. So again, these times can be really, really powerful. And, um, I will say that uh, you don't always have to go it alone. So if you are going through an ebb or a flow time and you want to maximize that time, check out my uh, my website, spiritevolution.co. Uh, shoot me an email. You can do that from my website and we can talk more about how you can maximize where you are. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I thank you for joining me today. Talk to you next week. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.